Sunday. I am not feeling great recording this. <laughs> I am so congested. It sounds like I have a nose plug on. My ears are f- full feeling like it feels like I need to pop them right now. But I know by the time that this goes live, I'm going to be feeling so much better. So I am channeling that energy right now. Happy Monday. This is our last week my last week with the girls of summer vacation. What? (laughs) Excuse me. Wait, wait. I need to like really hear this for myself. This is my last week, the girls last week of summer vacation. I don't know how we got here. It just, I know Florida starts really early. Actually, my sister's in South Carolina and her kids start the day before Ayla does. But, um, yeah, we got a week. We got one week to relax and I am going to soak it all in. I am not ready to be setting an alarm, <laughs> rushing out of the house, feeding the kids. Everyone get dressed, get your shoes out like that. That is, I'm not, I'm not ready for it. Just going to be totally honest. I've been enjoying our slow mornings and we've got a, a new school we're going to this year. So that's going to be exciting. And no, no really any like last summer plans. We actually have a lot to do, which is between finishing Ayla's, she had like a workbook to do all summer. And I thought we were on top of it for the most part, but we were, we were, we were not. No, we're about halfway done the workbook. <laughs> we got a lot left to do. So we've been working on that school supplies to get, um, just lots of last minute things. And then the house, I wanted our house like more organized for the beginning of the school year. So we're going to be, you know, doing a lot this week. We also have Ayla's birthday, her seventh birthday, which that number just keeps getting bigger. I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to get any smaller, but every time I hear her birthday, I'm like, how is she that old? Her birthday is August 6th, so we're excited to celebrate her this week. We're going to have like a little party with just a couple of friends and then like a family barbecue on her birthday. That'll be fun. Also this week, we have some sales coming up. We've got Dermaclara. That's my skin patches. I don't want to call them skin patches. They're silicone patches that I wear on my face, under my eyes, on my forehead, that I've shown before and afters, which even I think are crazy before and after pictures just from one-time use. I love these things. So they're going to be 30% off. And then my code on top, I think is additional 20. I will leave the details below. Also, I'm going to be trying some bras from Bodily. Bodily makes maternity bras and also postpartum breastfeeding bras. They wanted me to try them out for the community. And I am excited to do that. Like, you want to send me comfortable bras? Like, yes, please. Thank you. (laughs) They're so soft. So we're going to be trying those out and then the girls, you know, have some dentist appointments. That's, that's what we have going on this week. Uh, I haven't really watched anything, (laughs) anything worth mentioning. I'm kind of in a rut with my shows. I'm not like ever in the mood to watch, like to get hooked on something. Like there's a few shows that I'm like, oh, add it to the list, but I'm not really, don't really have it in me right now. I just don't. And like the shows, Ted Lasso is on my list. Never, never seen it. I actually don't really know what it's about other than a coach, football coach maybe. (laughs) 
um, Breaking Bad. I remember when it first came out, I had watched like a couple episodes and I remember being like, good, this is, you know, 12 years ago. (laughs) So I don't know. Someone recently inspired me to watch that. Um, What else is on my list? That's really it. Honestly, I've just been watching reruns of old shows. I watched Legally Blonde one day when I was like, I'm sick now, but I was like really sick the other day and that was just a comfort show. And if you haven't watched that in a while, go watch it. It's so good. I love Legally Blood. I also started watching again. I mentioned this a while back. Undercover Underage. And it's on Amazon Prime. It just is mind-blowing. They These women are catching predators, male predators who are soliciting young girls online and I just Justin hates that I watch it he's like you gotta watch something else and I'm like no but it's good because you're watching them catch the guys and it's also like it just brings awareness to this like it's so crazy uh but yeah I had watched it when we were in Massachusetts and I started it up again I want I I started season two I haven't even watched season one but it's really eye-opening and it is like sad and scary but like it's cool that they are catching these men and I love that it's like mostly women in this organization that are doing it so under age or I don't know if it's undercover underage or underage undercover either one it's on Amazon Prime I'm also sipping on some superfood lemonade from Flav City. I'm working on getting a code it is coming I've mentioned their electrolyte packets before they are so much better for you than liquid IV. I'm sorry. If you, I used to drink liquid IV. I didn't realize. Yeah, I knew there was sugar in it and I knew there was other ingredients, but I was like, eh, it's fine. And now I've just found so many other better alternatives that just have minimal ingredients, better quality ingredients. And you're not losing anything. Like the flavor's good. You feel hydrated. So anyways, Flav City is one of them. I've been drinking their electrolyte packets. They're great when I have a headache. They're great when I'm I'm dehydrated because I haven't had hardly any water that day. But they also have this superfood lemonade that I'm sipping on right now. It is so refreshing. It's a powder mix. You just add water. But it literally tastes like the exact same lemonade that I make from scratch. Me and the girls will squeeze a bunch of lemons. We just add water and a little bit of stevia. That's exactly what this tastes like, but it's way less messy. It's so much easier to make, and I can just make a cup at a time, and I'll have to make a whole batch of lemonade. So, code coming soon for that. All right, we're going to get into this episode today. I am spilling the beans on some of the things that you don't know about, like things that moms aren't talking about. I will say, though, that some of these topics I have heard people talk about, I they're not super secret they're not like kept in a file somewhere like moms are being more open now at least in the past since I had Ayla right seven years ago my first pregnancy people weren't talking about pregnancy and motherhood on Instagram people were talking about at least in my community we were you know fitspo people were sharing like pictures of their food like that's what Instagram was in 2015 2016 And now it has become so much more open and honest and we're seeing different sides of every community, whether it's the fitness community, the mom community, and 
people are able to use it as an outlet, a, a way to connect with other people who are experiencing the same things as them. I, I think that's great, but there are still subjects that are not talked about as much or we're maybe we're not prepared for. And we're going to talk about those. So we're going to get into it. Okay. And the first one is a heavy one. The first one is because I asked, I asked on Instagram, what's something in motherhood you've wondered, why does no one talk about this? And I got a bunch of responses. So the first one was how hard it can be to get pregnant with a crying face. It's so sad. Like my heart aches for you right now. And I honestly, like when I hear the struggles of someone trying to get pregnant, I immediately feel guilt. Like I feel like why, why didn't I have that struggle? I mean, I did have a miscarriage, but I, I never had a problem conceiving. So I feel guilty when I hear that, but I also feel grateful. Like, oh my gosh, like I am so lucky that I had kids that I was able to conceive. Right. So yeah. Why is no one talking about that? It might not happen on your first try. Why is no one talking about that? might not happen for the first year why is one talking about how hard it is to take a pregnancy test and just feel like a failure when it says not pregnant again I cannot imagine how frustrating that is and know that there are support groups out there for this I know that there are other women who want to support you Elizabeth King is one of my friends she is a fertility expert and I will send everybody to her. So I'm going to put her information below. If you're struggling with fertility, try to conceive. I would highly recommend Elizabeth King because first, she's going to make you feel less alone. Second, she's going to make you feel hopeful. And then third, she's going to give you tools to move forward with your journey. Okay. So uh, hugs, sending you so much love right now. But yes, people don't talk about that enough. We just assume... I feel like from teenagers, we're told so often, like, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant. Like, we, it, we're we told, like, if you do the deed, you will get pregnant. <laughs> that's not how it works. But that's how we're trained to believe. So that when we don't get pregnant, when we're trying to, it's really frustrating. I think that's another component to that. Feeding toddlers all day long. Like, why did nobody tell me? Why did nobody tell me? Yeah, they, here's the thing. <laughs> They're they're not always hungry all the time. A lot of times they're looking for entertainment. And that's for my kids. So this is just coming from Mama Kim. Like my kids, if they are not engaged in some way, they want a snack all of the time. So it might be a matter of finding new activities. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like you could literally break out a new coloring book. Just like a new set of crayons. And that could change just get them entertained for like maybe 15 minutes right bubbles like think of those simple activities that keep them engaged and then when you're giving them snacks this is hard it's hard for me but try to feed them protein rich and high quality fat foods that are going to keep them full so like avocado eggs meats like their their yummy proteins greek yogurt stuff like that and then mix it with their favorites, like fruit, or maybe it's like, if I'm good, if the girls want cucumbers, I'm going to give them hummus to go with that. Or maybe 
celery with peanut butter something more filling because it's like yeah i get it. i snack all day too but if i have a snack i'm good for like a couple hours i don't need it <laughs> 10 minutes later because i know feeding toddlers all day you are not just feeding them all day you end up cleaning all day because you're cleaning up their messes and then you have a dishwasher full by noon time I'm, I'm not even joking like i've been there so yeah why are why are we not talking about this more the phenomenon but i hope those tips help everything postpartum when you are no longer mama but mommy hold on i feel like this is two things because everything postpartum is one thing yes postpartum is just like we have like this idea of what to expect but you do not know and this is the thing too you will never know what it's like until you experience it you could hear the stories from your friends. You could watch your sister go through it, but you will never know that feeling of like postpartum until you experience it for yourself. And everyone experiences postpartum differently. So even if everyone told you verbatim, like exactly how it went down, exactly how you're going to feel, you might not have that same experience. So there's no way to really prepare for it. Like I mean, like there is a way to prepare, you could prepare to the best of your ability, but there's no way to know what to expect because there could be so many ways it could turn out for you. (laughs) Okay. And this in terms of like physically, how you're going to feel mentally, how you're going to feel, how your body's going to shift a little bit, like what's going to happen. And that unknown can be really scary, but just know that we all get through it. That is the one thing we all get through it. So that is for certain. And then she said, when you're no longer mama, but mommy. And what I hear when I read that is it's kind of like not cute anymore. It's like, you're not like the new mama. You're like the mom. Like you got crap to do. Like you have these responsibilities now. People don't really care as much. Or like, this is my perspective. It's something I don't think people talk about enough is when people find out you had a baby they're so excited and they want to like send you a gift and like buy a cute outfit for the baby like so sweet you get you're getting all this attention and sometimes it's helpful which is awesome but then a month or so goes by and the it gets quiet like it's kind of crickets let's talk about that we need to be supporting these new moms for, forever <laughs> like not just i was gonna say for the first year but like i still need people to check it out be like hey how are you doing with the girls do you need help like and I'm fortunate enough that my mom and my sister are really great about that. They're always offering to help because they know I always need it. <laughs> but we need to be better as a collective to check in with new moms, no matter what stage they are in, okay? Because I believe all moms are in a new stage, which makes them a new mom at, at every point in motherhood. <laughs> the next one, which is, this is a good secret that people that people should talk about more. Why are we not celebrating this? The joy you get when you're nursing and you get to slip away and be in your bubble. Yes. Being alone with your newborn sometimes can feel isolating, but it can also be such a break, especially if you have more than one child and there's a lot going, there's chaos. There's, you know, let's pretend, maybe it's a holiday and you're like, oh, things are getting a little crazy. Baby's crying. It's like, you know what? I got to go feed the baby. I'm just going to go sit in the other room. It's such a nice, quiet escape from the noise, from whatever's going on around you. Honestly, for me, it was like my quiet time. I got to scroll my phone. I got to sit down, okay? When you're a mom of 
more than one child, nursing is a break. It's a chance for you to sit down. Do you always get that chance because you have a toddler? Not really, not all the time, but when you do get it, it, you just appreciate it so much. And you get that time to bond with your baby. Don't forget about that. If you set up like a little nursing station for yourself, it's just like, yes. Like you could set up some snacks, have a little drink next to you. I love that. I love that you made your own bubble for yourself. So that's a good secret or not a good secret, but like a good thing to look forward to. Okay. Speaking of breastfeeding, this one came in. The letdown of breastfeeding. It actually hurts. What is letdown? You're probably like, if you've never breastfed before, what does that mean, letdown? <laughs> it's basically when your body starts to produce that milk, you're getting cues that the baby's hungry and the milk is producing and it starts to travel down and it starts to come out. I don't know if you're talking about like the first initial time when you're starting to breastfeed, like in the hospital or if you're talking like every feeding. This is another thing everyone can experience it differently. It can hurt. It can feel like a lot of pressure. It can feel like, I like to think of it as like you have these little hoses inside of you and it's just like a lot of water is trying to get through at one time and it just feels full, like it clogged almost. Breastfeeding is a whole chapter of why don't we talk about this? It's so in doubt. It's there's so many layers and layers and layers and layers and layers to breastfeeding between the latch and your nipples and the letdown and the colostrum and just how much you're producing and supplementing and there's just the position, how you're holding the baby, the football hold, the whatever. It's just like there's so much to it and it can be scary if you talk to someone about it who is very passionate and I'm just speaking from experience like I've had we call them Nazis breastfeeding Nazis that were just so strict and crazy and it's just such a turnoff okay so find someone if you're breastfeeding and looking for help find a lactation consultant and find someone who makes you feel good, who's like cheering you on and giving like giving you support, not telling you what to do and like saying this only one way. Like you want someone who's on your team and is gonna help figure out a way to make it work best for you. Cause it's about you. We also have mixed in there breastfeeding guilt. And this could be a number of things. I don't know if you're talking about feeling guilty about not being able to breastfeed, feeling guilty because you have to supplement, feeling guilty because you don't like breastfeeding. Like there's so many emotions mixed within that. And that's another layer to breastfeeding in general. But yeah, like the emotional aspect in the toll it takes on your body and on your mind is insane. We don't talk about that enough. And that is something that I don't think any of us were prepared for, could be prepared for. Like, how do you prepare for that emotional turmoil? You really can't. It's just about like acknowledging it, like saying this could happen. This might happen. You might feel angry. You might feel guilty. You might feel annoyed. You might feel pressure. Okay. That's all you could do is have awareness about it. Okay. The loneliness. Oh. The loneliness. Okay, so motherhood in itself can just feel lonely. It feels isolating. You really feel like it's you against the world at times. I don't want to 
make this like this is like such a Debbie Downer episode. But I hope you like if you've been through it, like hopefully you could relate. Not hopefully, but like maybe you can relate to this feeling of like isolation, loneliness. For me, it was more almost like a FOMO. Like I f- still do occasionally feel left out when I see my friends get together and do things without inviting me. And I'm like, yeah, I probably would have said no to that, but invite me. (laughs) This comes back to what we talked about earlier, supporting those moms, supporting a new mom, supporting a mom who's on her third baby, fourth, fifth, sixth, like still show her that you care and that you, you value your friendship. And maybe it's just a text every once in a while. Maybe it's like, hey, we're planning a trip. I know you're really busy, but just want to throw it out there. Like that is kind. That is a nice thing to do for another mom. I mean, for me personally, I don't know. I feel like maybe there's a mom out there that would read that and just start crying because she couldn't go. But honestly, like someone thought of you. Someone wants to spend time with you. That is something to be happy about. Like, can you make it? Probably not this time, but like, let's do just dinner next week. Okay. Maybe that is something you can look forward to, but yeah, it can feel lonely. What's great for new moms or anyone that's feeling lonely is just to lead into communities. So if you have other another mom friend, like tell her how you're feeling or just a friend in general. It doesn't have to be a mom. Lead into, like for me, I have my fitness community. I have my mom fuelers who I know if I'm struggling with something, I know one of them has been through it. I know at least somebody, even if they haven't been through what I'm going through, they can see me in that moment and just be compassionate, okay? And I think that's what we really need in those times where we're feeling sad or lonely or isolated is someone to listen to us, someone to validate us, to show compassion and love. Because when you truly feel love, I don't think you can feel lonely. Maybe you can, but I'm just saying for myself, like, I like being alone. <laughs> but what I don't like is feeling like people are not turning their backs on me, but like, I, I like my alone time. I do feel energized when I'm alone, but I want it to be by my choice. And I think that's where the issue is when it's not your choice and you want people around, you want support, and it's just not there. That's the struggle. And that's when it's important to lead into that community. Okay. Having to grieve certain expectations. This is huge, you guys. And I have seen so many of my friends, so many of my fellow moms deal with this. And so if you're trying to, this could be so many things, right? Grieving expectations, whether it's for me, I've had to grieve the expectation of I was supposed to have a baby closer in age with Ayla, but I had a miscarriage. And I had to grieve that. I had to grieve like that due date. Like I thought that spring was the time I was going to have a baby. Nope, that wasn't in my cards. But you have to come to terms with that. You have to be learn to be okay with it. She gave other examples like family help. Ooh, we create these visions and stories in our mind. Like, oh, I'm going to have a baby. Oh, my mom's gonna help and like oh of course my sister-in-law is gonna be around and then like all these people are gonna like maybe she'll watch her on Mondays and she'll watch her this but then the people don't show up they had no idea we had these expectations and they never agreed to them which is you know hard to deal with in itself 
But also, it puts us in a position where we, we're like, why? Well, why not? Like, why? <sighs> this isn't going how I planned. I just saw it differently in my mind. And now I know that is not my reality. And I'm forced to deal with it. <laughs> and it's hard. It is so hard. I have a friend right now who is going through it with her mom. She thought it's her mom's first baby from her from a daughter she's like oh my gosh my mom lives down the street it's gonna be so helpful she's retired that is it's just the complete opposite her mom does not help her mom is has been actually less available than before the baby came before the baby came she would come over make dinner like at least once a week now sometimes she'll go weeks without even a text it is so sad but it's something what it's one of those things we just don't have control over we don't have control over other people and i want you to remember that this also creates room for a new experience for you for a new story for you a better story maybe you're gonna find the perfect sitter or nanny or maybe you're gonna find out that one of your neighbors you know her daughter just moved out to college and now she's looking to She's really feeling the empty nest syndrome and she needs someone help. So it's just like situations that you wouldn't have had if, you know, your mom was around or if whatever the case may be, you're now open to these new opportunities that could also help somebody else and fill in somebody else's gap and their story. So if you look at it that way, that could be really cool. Yes, it's a pain. It's frustrating. Also, she wrote like parenting, feeling natural. Um, yeah, like bonding with your kids. It's all like it's so hard because <laughs> you just expect it to go a certain way based off of what you you've been told, what you've seen, and then when it comes down to it, when it doesn't happen, it is so hard. It is hard, and I don't. I want to just validate you and let you know that yeah, grieving expectations is incredibly challenging. Okay, listen, we have a lot more to get through and these responses were all over the place i mean we got lonely a few times but that was one of the few repeats like a lot of these are just all different parts of motherhood all different parts of parenting childbirth like you name it but i cannot talk anymore because my head is just feeling like a complete balloon. Like I feel like a hot air balloon right now. My ears are popping. My nose is so stuffy. I cannot wait for this episode to air and I will feel better. Oh my gosh, this will be so good. We're going to have to do a part two. So look forward to that and check it on Instagram. Your glowing podcast is my handle. I will be posting some of these over there too. And I hope you have a great week and I hope you stay healthy. Enjoy your remaining summer days and I will see you next week.